0: this is troy and Byers. and we are here with our top five of 2023 uh, we're going to be talking about sports and movies and tv um, if you've been with us for any amount of time uh, you know that we've done this the the last two years so we're going on three years now Wow! Um, this is uh <laughs> so so buyers and i started this uh right around this was covid yeah. And we bought, like, we bought our podcast mics with, like, Christmas money, or right around Christmas, started working on it, and put all these things together. So we missed the first year
1: on our 2023, so we started about halfway through the year. Yeah. Yeah. We started on on Star Wars Day. That's right, May the 4th. May the 4th was yeah. our yeah. first podcast ever, yeah. appropriately.
0: So we... Uh, um, we missed that the first year, um, but we're we're definitely, look, this is probably the podcast that I look forward to the most. What about it's you? It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. This is what one we work on the longest. I was going to say, yeah. I <laughs> have to keep notes for a whole year. There's lots of things I have to go back. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I forgot about that, because that was only like, February. Right? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, you the mad rush at the end of the year. Oh. Lori gets super mad at me, because she's just like, why do we have to watch all of this stuff? I'm like... I want to watch I it. I want to
1: know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no one remembers next year. We are I'm... completionists. Yes. We like to
1: finish things. Okay.
0: That's right. So, we'll start out with uh, sports first to kind of um, not necessarily get that out of the way, but usually it's very personal to us. It's not yes. necessarily what the, is the most important sports thing, but it's what's important to us because this uh, is yeah. our podcast. Especially once we get to we number do. one. Yeah. Like if mine's
1: probably not going to be anybody else's, but yeah. it's mine. Actually, well, actually you're going to be surprised. It'll be
0: several people that I know, yeah. but yeah. yes. So, why don't we start with uh, number five and go
1: on all the way up to number one for you, buyers and then we'll switch. Sound good? Okay. All right. Um, my number five, i I'm loving the college football playoff, just madness. The mess that this has created, because I think it's dumb that we haven't had real playoffs before this. Like, yeah. March Madness, which you'll see later, spoiler, mm. <laughs> um, is, is like my favorite college sporting event, period. Right. I think it's a lot of people. Like, we love, it's just huge success, and like the football is just it took us how long to get to four teams, right. and now it's like trying to figure out how do we how do we get to more? And all these dumb excuses they have. For, well, they're student athletes. Shut up! The guys that play at like <laughs> Alabama and Georgia, these are these are athletes. They're yeah. getting paid now, literally. Like, stop pretending like these guys have to go take finals and stop taking a month off. Right. Like we have some really bad bowl games sometimes because right. these guys haven't played anyone in like weeks. Yeah. Just throw a couple more games in there. Yeah, a guy showed up to his signing day from a JUCO
0: um, uh, school in a Lambo the other day. <laughs> like that's how much NIL
1: money is like floating yes. around now. Yeah, so, it's yeah. ridiculous. But like the committee leaving out this undefeated team, all this back and forth, all this—it's—it's it's interesting to read about and, and sit there and and look at. And so I don't know. It's it's finally just the best example. It Completely blew up in their face this year, yeah. which we're already expanding anyway. But right. it's just it's just nice. So. That was a little fun. I just enjoy all the chaos of this dumb committee system. Ridiculous. It's still better. Like, trying to tell, like, younger people about back in the day Mm -hmm. when they just voted on it and there was, like, not even a BCS game. Like, split national championships because one poll would vote (laughs) for one team. And What? Why didn't they just play each other? Like, it just seems like such a stupid, simple solution. So, I enjoyed that this year. Um, I was super surprised. My number four. I enjoyed the NBA in-season tournament. I've mm. never cared mm. about the NBA as much in like November as I did this year. Um, I'm not a fan of the courts though. Like that's a big thing. Like yeah. some of them look really cool and some, yeah, of, them some of them look awful. awful. Yeah, like so, yeah. I don't know. It was nice to know right away. Oh hey, it's hey, a tournament it's game. A tournament so tournament I get game. it. I yeah. get. I like the concept. Yeah. Some of the courts themselves, <laughs> and I need something to distract me in the NBA because I'm yes. a Spurs fan and we suck. <laughs> Um, well, and it's a long season. It's like it's, baseball. It's too. way too long. Right. Yeah. Like, but this kind of made it a little better. Because now it's like, oh, now we're, we're we're into the Christmas Day games. We're talking about the All-Star break. And next thing you know, it'll be playoffs. So, it's... it's yeah. It helped it feel a little faster. Even though it's actually made the season one game longer for a few teams. Mm. But, mm-hmm. um, like that, my number three is March Madness. Because I just love March Madness. No number one seeds made it. Mid-Majors. Were, if Duke's not going to win, I don't want any any, yeah. any, any of those teams <laughs> in there. Okay? Okay. Um, And Dan Hurley is the brother of Bobby Hurley. Correct. So I can still have a Duke connection for Connecticut winning. So I I can still feel okay. It's like Duke adjacent (laughs) if I can't have the real thing. Like, if Duke's not going to win, if UNM's not going to actually make the tournament, yeah. latest bracketology had them playing each other in the first round. Mm. That was heartbreaking. I don't know what I'm going to... I do know I'm (laughs) going to betray my alma mater because I've liked Duke longer than UNM. Sorry, fellow Lobos. But... I'll I'll be fine if they win. That'd be the only time I won't be super upset if Duke right. loses if it's the UNM. I'll be like, okay, well, at least I can tell the Aggies at my church to be quiet because my <laughs> school won. But um So March Madness was great. Uh my number two was the Super Bowl. It was really it's always good when the Super Bowl is a competitive game. Yeah. And it was. It was it was enjoyable. You had a uh, a nice uh iconic scramble from a quarterback in the Super Bowl. I like those nostalgically because yeah. my quarterback had one of those the first time the broncos won yeah. um my home scrambling is not
0: he didn't get helicopter he didn't get helicoptered was, and you yeah.
1: weren't worried for his life because he's not <laughs> an old man but correct you didn't uh, right quite as much as we did when elway helicoptered mm-hmm. um but if you'd gone that long and lost that many Super Bowls, you'd be helicoptering too to do anything right good to win this stinking game um and my number one this should not come as a shock i'm a texas rangers fan okay i've waited for this moment my whole life mm-hmm. um it was looking good. Like I didn't even want to talk about it during the regular season. I wouldn't let Troy talk about how good the Rangers were. I'm like, don't jinx it, don't talk about it. We're not talking about it. Troy was very nice to me. I, I was extremely nice. Extremely nice. Because like, I nothing. I, I didn't text until or nothing. I didn't even bring it up until no.
0: like it was like the night of them Clenching. almost or their them yeah. yeah, clinching. And the even then he didn't it. want to talk about it. And I said it's
1: fine, <laughs> you can talk about it. Um but like the hey we're actually good and we stayed good and then we had this like downturn. I was like, Okay, well there it is, there's mm-hmm. the fall. Mm-hmm. And then we get hot for the start of the playoffs. And we're up 2-0 in the Astros. And I'm like, hey, this is great. And then we lose the three straight to that. I'm like, here we are again. Yeah. I'm bound back to being this is normal Rangers fanhood. Yep. We looked really good. We should have it. It wasn't going to be as close as the time that we dropped the fly ball that would have won the World Series and then lost that game and lost the next game to the Cardinals. Yep. But it was going to be a little gut-wrenching. And then they magically come back to take the Astros out. And they won the World Series. So it was... It's still surreal. It is. Like, I'm reading it again, and I'm like, (laughs) wait, the Rangers really won the World Series. It's just... Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's great. That was my favorite for the year. Yeah, I talked
0: about that whenever we kind of went through the the mini uh, version of that right before one of our uh, NFL updates, and uh, I just kept... Every time I I would look up and kind of see something that reminded me, like, a hat, or like my mom sent me, like, the... I had my my uncles send me, like, uh, Kansas City... uh, newspaper clippings and stuff like that big old box of them i would just kind of look see that over in the corner and just kind of smile a little bit more than you kind of normally do like that really did happen really like yeah and and i went to one of the games (laughs) it's just like
1: right that's crazy this is the key like because because one of our friends went to one of the games He Mm -hmm. got that's the key yeah. Uh, when the Cubs won the World Series, we have yeah. friends that are Cubs fans. One of them. So, the Royals won the World Series. Throw to a game. So <laughs> next year, some Rangers fan, feel free to just buy tickets now because yeah. if you go and, and we know you, then <laughs> that team wins. So um, my mine uh, were
0: a little bit uh, strange this year. I had like my my top three were like locked in from like the moment that I started this, and I really needed to kind of figure out five and four like. I'm no longer a college football fan. The only reason that I pay attention to college football is to see who is going to come into the draft for uh, fantasy football. Like, that's literally, like, all that I pay attention to with college football, because as much as you like it, it and we, we, we talk about how, like, we, we like a lot of the same things. Like, uh, I don't like that. Like, that's what drives me nuts about college football, is that it's just, it has now become pro sports... Um, to the without any seeming like salary cap, yeah. So it's like it was pre. It's like it's basically just gonna get worse. it is, it, and it's yeah. it's going to be like the Steelers and the Cowboys and the Niners of like the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yes, is the or well, probably towards the nineties we had the salary cap and we started to kind of be like, oh, okay, they can't keep all of their great players um, and have like sixty-two man rosters, so they never have to get rid of anybody. Um, but I, I feel like it's just. Uh, it's going to be the haves and the have-nots even more. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, I love March Madness still. Every year we go to my parents' house um, uh, for spring break. Boys are out of school. We take off some time. We go up there. And we watch watch a lot of March Madness. Um, so I still enjoy that. I mean, the tournament's uh, still fun. Um, but it's just not, like, my favorite, you know, um, as much as it used to be. Whenever I was a little kid, I had, like, I, I would get the Athlon, um Uh, basketball uh, preview for that year and i'd have all of like i'd cut out all of the pictures and put them all over the place nba and college basketball i loved both of them and i i just sat there this morning or yesterday morning on christmas and i was like oh arizona's playing somebody like in the morning and i was just like i could care less about college basketball right now for some reason i don't know it's just kind of like um, it's it's gone from me, um, so uh, it, it's it's a little bit different um, than than what I I, I think NCAA um, not having their video game anymore like de- <laughs> definitely
1: like took away from some of that. Um, so you didn't like playing where you could see the number and everything about it yeah, clearly yeah, said this l- is l- who l- this l- player l- is, l- but then we didn't have their yeah. name on it. Yeah. Oh no! But then you
0: you go out there like and you get those names from somebody who took the time, <laughs> yeah, took to, the to, the time to put time all this, in. Yeah. Um, so number five for me you're gonna laugh um travis kelsey and taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> i like it um it, two worlds collide we're we're talking about pop culture all the time um you teased me earlier this year um about like hey what's your top five uh taylor swift songs <laughs> um so obviously i told you that i'm not a swifty or anything like that but it's just the pomp and circumstance of all of this like crazy like Laurie and I, like, constantly, because we've talked about Ta- Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift enough, like, our phones are, of course, spying on us, and they're just feeding us all of these articles <laughs> all the time. Um, but it's like, oh, is, is is Taylor Swift at the game today? Like, it's just kind of like a, a, a little side story kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of, like, look at two people and go, oh, I hope they're happy together, you know, type of thing. Especially two successful people. Um, I'm not of the camp that uh, Taylor Swift is um, the girl in uh, The Natural uh, that uh, <laughs> makes everything worse. Um, I think that it's just a matter of Super Bowl hangover. You kind of double down on a couple of things that you just decided that hey, we're not going to spend money on this particular position, and it just comes, <laughs> right. It comes back to bite you. So and yeah. and just naturally, you just can't like you have to have luck in the NFL, and like that's what just kind of. It just kind of makes looking back at like the Patriots just even more incredible yeah. that they had so much uh, injury uh, luck. I mean, everybody always looks back to the year that Bernard Pollard um, uh, injured uh, Tom Brady, but for the most part, he was injury-free his, most yeah. of his career, and Patrick Mahomes has been uh, as well, so that kind of keeps you in a lot of games. Um, but um, just kind of getting back to... Uh, uh, the fact that the Chiefs, like, just, they kind of surprised me last year, and so I'm just kind of like, all right, it's house money. I hope yep. they win, but at this point, it's it's hard to be like, oh, well, we must win the Super Bowl every year <laughs> when you look at your roster and go, uh, yeah, maybe I'm not every year. Um, the number four for me, uh, this one's very personal, um, the Wallace family getting to go to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, we wanted to go see a game but it just wasn't in the cards Um, the uh, the dates didn't work out Um, but just even going into the stadium seeing it uh, was just a really cool sports moment for us uh, this year we were watching the game yesterday and uh, or saturday and everett was like hey i've been there you know so it's just really cool um number three for me is uh, i was very happy for all of my friends uh, texas rangers winning the world series it just kind of makes you feel all of the thing, the same things like uh over again because you know exactly the beats that you were just talking about you know it's surreal you're just sitting there especially when it's not supposed to happen yeah. it would be one thing i mean texas spent a lot of money but the guys that they spent it on didn't actually get them there so it still kind of gives you that fairy tale kind of thing it's been last year right yeah yeah Yeah. it's not (laughs) like the yankees where they were buying it or the dodgers uh where they're just buying a championship every year and it's like oh yeah that 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 inevitability happened you know it's so it's it's cool to kind of go along with you guys uh, on that ride um Number two, uh, the Nuggets winning the NBA Finals. Um, I've got Nikola Jokic on my fantasy basketball team, but I'm gonna blow Byers' mind here for a second because I don't think he's ever heard this story before. My first NBA team was the Nuggets. We moved to Albuquerque in 1991, and I didn't like basketball, but Jared Bridge and all of the guys at our like when we went to middle school, like. Everybody just played basketball. You just, like, showed up. Like, the bus dropped you off, and you played basketball, like, in front of, like, one of those giant, like, eight-hoop basketball. Like, we'd have, like, giant games of 21, and I was like, I don't know what basketball is. And so, like, I was just, like, I was like the kid in Sandlot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, small. I'm coming in, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, and it just started my love affair of basketball, and they were the closest team. Um, I had a LaFonso Ellis poster wow. on my on my wall. Um, I loved Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf and uh, Dikembe Um but after a while, I was just like, I have no reason to like love this team. So like right after that, like I, I had a little spell with the Golden State Warriors. I loved Latrell Sprewell uh, because he was on like NBA Live. Um, I would play with the, the Golden State Warriors all the time. This was the Run TMC. Um, Golden State Warriors Um, and this was of course I have no clue that I'm being like like they weren't good they were just showy like it's basically like it was fun to watch Um, and then uh, Latrell Sprewell choked his coach and I was like (laughs) oh well that stinks and then they traded Mitch Richmond and I was like whatever and I was just kind of like I was trying on teams at that point in time Uh, Magic came back uh, right after that and the rest was history Um, so and I was sick of cheering for crappy teams at that point in time to be honest with everybody i was just like hey if i can pick one team like uh and and this was of course when the lakers weren't actually good yeah um so like magic came back because uh yeah they don't win a 90s title yeah exactly the whole decade without Correct. one. probably the only decade without yeah one. <laughs> so i was just and i love Shaq. so i was just like i want Shaq, and then shortly after that kobe Uh, my favorite player was eddie jones actually yes and kobe is the sole reason that (laughs) eddie jones left so i hated kobe his whole career because i loved shaq and eddie jones he kicked out eddie jones immediately and then shaq later and i was just like i hate
1: this guy i've come to appreciate him more but personally yeah i've I've had to defend kobe a few times with the lakers fans not as much as we had to defend romo to cowboys (laughs) fans but a few times yes
0: but all that to be said I really am happy for the Nuggets fans, just because it's exactly like the Texas Rangers. You know, like here's a yeah. uh, like long-suffering franchise. I mean, they were like an ABA franchise, and so I and mean, it's the first time they even kind of got like a whiff of it. I mean, the closest one I remember was when uh, Carmelo was um, was given the the Lakers a scare in like the the mid 2000s, yeah. right? Um, so I was just happy for them. And, um, Jokic is just, even though he's on my fantasy team, like I would still root for him cause he's just like that old school, like dorky looking tall, doofy white guy. That's just, he's just like the dad that shows up yes, to play pick up ball yes. and just
1: owns you <laughs> and doesn't Makes no sense. Throw an
0: overhead, like yeah. three pointers, hook shots with either yes, hand. But like. he does it in the NBA. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, it was just, it was just good, um, to see them. And I hate the heat, so it was just like already like sweet. Anytime you want to let Pat yeah. Riley lose, yeah, Eric Spolstra, I'm good with that. Um, We've talked about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl a lot, but that was obviously number one uh, on my on my list. Um, and it's especially like the the second Super Bowl winning in um, like dramatic fashion. It's it wasn't as dramatic as the um, as the Niners one. I never had that moment where like oh crushing we we're, we're losing we're going to lose like the buccaneers one was just like that from the go um, yeah. so like that didn't kind of give me the build-up into that when we were just never competitive in that one um but uh the niners one i was just like oh we just don't have enough time and then you get the miraculous play of wasp uh and then they end up winning um but they i mean obviously it was a very competitive game like you talked about and then they kind of hold on to uh, uh to beat the eagles so uh can't can't escape that one being number one um it's uh after the raiders game it's gonna be i literally (laughs) wanted to come home and put that like blu-ray on and just be like i need to feel better i need to feel better about the juice oh here it is good times i can watch the later shot yeah there you go yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's all i do so, so that's it for uh, a sports. Did you have anything else that was in consideration, or were those were like your easy ones? I'm
1: gonna surprise you with what yep. almost made my- Messi coming to MLS was. Kind of I an almost story, put it on there, yeah. but it was also kind of an insulting story. Yes, because like this is the state of American <laughs> soccer. Guys, that this guy just comes in and just owns. <laughs> this is how far behind we are still. Okay, like yeah. there's a whole other level of soccer that we still oh, yeah. really don't truly understand all the time. They're like, yeah. I mean, yes, we're talking about, like, the best player in the world. So, right. I mean, it's like Michael Jordan showing up and just switching in his prime and, like, going to play Yeah, in some other league that he's just, yeah, I'm better than all of you. Yeah. Um, it reminded so. me... Um, so, David Beckham came out with a
0: documentary on, on Netflix uh, this year, and uh, we watched... Uh, it was, like, four or five episodes or something like that. I forgot how bad it was when he came... Like, I remember him coming, but I forgot how bad the state of the league was oh, whenever yeah. he was there. And it's still, like... Like, it's gotten so much better over time. Like, they pay their players a lot more. It's a lot more competitive. They have more of, like, instead of just, like, one top player. Like, they've made the Beckham rule because they're like, hey, we got to figure out how to, like, pay this guy. And we all have (laughs) salary caps to keep everything, like, super, super low and cheap. And so it's like, you've got somebody that's, like, a plumber on the weekends. Like, literally, like, everybody always jokes about, like, the NBA. Like, Bob Cousy was playing against plumbers. I think J.J. Redick was talking about that. Um but these guys literally, literally. were and so um, it's a much better state of the league but he still like comes in and yes. just owns right away yeah. like so yeah I almost put that on there as well so alright um, let's move on to movies this is um, this is the, the majority of it but uh, what do you what do you got? What, what was your what was your list like this year? How many how many movies did you? I feel like I watched more movies than I probably have in a, a while. Like even though yeah, we've did been doing good. we've been doing this for several years, I think I really like, honed in on like I'm gonna
1: knock a lot of these out. Yeah, I mean, because you know we count like some streaming stuff and yeah. things like that that are full blown. But like I probably hit like 20 new movies this year. Okay, um, and most of those are actually in theater because I live in the small town where I can just walk into the theater anytime I like. There's no, it's cheap. It's easy. My son likes to go like watch some things, and and my kids got old enough this fall that mm-hmm. there was one day one of the movies we did Creator for uh yeah. for the pot. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't watch that by myself like on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon like one right? o'clock because I didn't have to pick any kids up from school. So yep. I've arrived at a great point. Yep. Um, so yeah, there was and this was tough like. I had a couple... Like, a few that, like, clearly rose up, but, like, this, like, number five spot was, like... Yes, that's what... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I got, like, five things that I could have easily... Yeah, I really like this. I really like this about that, but... Yeah. Yeah.
0: I got about 25 um, between, like, going to the theater and then also because things are getting out to streaming a lot faster um it it makes it a little bit easier um to uh to kind of get those that did come out at the uh within the year um so i know and i felt very much the same way i was like okay these are like i had my top three and then like four and five were really difficult because everything was just very much the same it's like oh that was good yeah
1: you know just good (laughs) yeah, you know? <laughs> there was a lot of good. Yes, there wasn't a ton of great, great. on exactly. my list. Like, there's nothing that like even probably was number one. Is some years would like be struggling for top five. Yeah, Um just one of those years. And like, the, and there's stuff I didn't make it to. Yeah. Um, like I didn't. I didn't see Killers of the Flower Moon. I didn't I really either. See. Unfortunately, um, I kept thinking
0: that it was going to come out on Apple, and then I was going to be like, "Fire, it's out! It's out! out. We go watch yeah. it!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can. You can spend twenty five bucks and buy it not right. or right. or And I'm like, <laughs> I am not ready for that kind of commitment. Yeah. Um. To something I might only watch once. Even though it might be really good. Right. It's, it, it looks like the kind. It does not. The subject matter does not want you to revisit it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff on here that I watched once. That'll make my list. And like it was really good. I will probably not watch that again for years. Yeah. Um, when my kids get old enough to be like. Oh you should watch this. This was really good. Yeah. But not yet. And we'll still fast forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoiler. Um. So Yeah. So, so, my number five is weird. Okay. This might be weird. I, and it, it has not aged well in recent weeks uh, because of one of the people that's in it that I really enjoyed it. I loved Creed three, The third Creed movie? Like, <laughs> I did, I love me some Michael B. Jordan. If right. you need proof, we have a whole Friday Night Lights podcast you can go listen to. <laughs> um, but I don't, It was kind of a good story. It's his directorial debut. Like, he directed this. So, it had a different, a much different feel. Like, the, I liked the first Creed movie. Mm-hmm it was pretty good. And then the second one was kind of like, all right, we got to fight Ivan Zarago's kid. Like that's a little too on the nose. And this one, I mean, it's still, it has a lot of Mr. T Rocky three mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's much more personal than that. And it's Jonathan majors plays like the guy right. he's going against stuff. And so it's got a different twist, um, with that. So I kind of, I really enjoyed it. It's kind of a good little story. Um, it was one of those things like I just watched one night, um, couldn't sleep. Like, yeah. hey, hey, Creed three's. I'll watch that. I want no one else in my house is gonna watch this with me. Right. My wife's not gonna be jumping on that one. Like, oh yeah, yeah, let's what. No, this is. I'm gonna be by myself on this one. Um, and I kind of really liked it. So I think some of it was probably expectation over reality. Yeah. Um, that I didn't. I didn't expect much. It's like ah, oh, it's Creed three. I love the Rocky movies, but they are what they are. I yeah. Mean, like, we know what they are. We enjoy them, but yeah. You know so. It was it was a little more than that, so it was kind of it was kind of enjoyable. So that was my number five.
0: Um, my number five, um, I'm gonna go with Tetris. Um, I know, like Byers just I gave me. I didn't watch that. By- I, Byers, I forgot about that. One. Byers gave me the. Oh, really? Um, I I kept looking at a lot of these movies, and as we've talked about, um, I watched about 25 movies and. Like, my watch list uh, comes down to, like, that I didn't get to Killers of the Flower Moon, like we talked about, um, and, like, Aquaman are, like, the only, like, two movies, and Aquaman, like, just came out, and I'm not dying to go to the theater to watch it, even though after watching the first Aquaman on uh, Blu-ray, I was like... We should have gone and seen that in the theater. That would have been cool, <laughs> but it just feels very much, much the there's, same. There's still like two weeks Christmas right. break up. I'll probably make it. But yeah, I was But if if I don't, like, it's not going to be like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So I, I hit everything that I pretty much that I wanted to, other than Killers of the Flower Moon. But everything just felt so similar in just like, all right, that was good. That was good. That was good. You know. So, but Tetris just kind of took me by surprise Andy benton told me about this at the very beginning of the year or maybe like right around like uh summer uh and was just like, hey did you watch that tetris movie and i was like no we don't have apple and he was like oh if you do you should like you should try, uh, you should try it out so we got a new ipad and got apple because normally like we're not going to pay that much for just the very few back catalog things that they have and so of course i watch it and it It is an incredible movie compared to what you think the subject matter is going to be. Like, there's a ton of biopics out there. And it's just kind of like the sea of sameness, you know? It's just like, oh, hey, here's us. Like, they did a BlackBerry one this year. Like, I don't think anybody was clamoring for, how did BlackBerry come to be, you know? Um, But I thought the same thing about Tetris. So it just kind of sat there and sat there and sat there. This is a bonkers story. Like, if you ever have the time and the energy to, like, watch this movie you should watch it. Uh, cause I just kept putting it off and like Lori was sitting there like, I'm not going to watch this with you. And then like halfway through the movie, like her phone's down and she's just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, so it, the less that you know about it, the better. Um, and so, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um, so number four for you.
1: Uh, number four, I, I slotted Oppenheimer in here. Okay. Um, this was, uh, my top four was very fluid. I, I, I just finally left it I'm like just stop changing it it's fine <laughs> it's not a big deal it doesn't matter no one's gonna go back uh, when you die someday and be like you know in 2023 you put this as number four Myers instead of didn't number didn't
0: like this as much as I thought that he did. yeah
1: no I liked Oppenheimer It had a couple things that just really detracted we talked about that plenty when we talked about Oppenheimer right. that was my fast forwarding joke with my kids I, interesting story great storytelling from Nolan as always mm-hmm. like does his thing um, yet a little more straightforward Yes. Um, Than some Nolan things. So yeah. Little uh, my, my wife actually enjoyed Oppenheimer too. That's what that means. Um, <laughs> still have not got to. She still has not watched Interstellar. She's like no. I'm, like Inception was just too much that she just didn't like it. And so she's like no. It sounds too Inceptiony. I don't I don't mean. know if I want to. I'm like it's so good. It'll crush your soul. You right. gotta watch it. Come she's on, like that's crush your not that's me. not making me want to watch this. I'm like come on come get misty and almost um, ball your eyes out. Right. Um, but yeah, so Oppenheimer's number four. It was it was really good. Yeah. Well done movie. But there's some things and part of it I think splitting hairs with these like less like mm. I don't know when I'll watch Oppenheimer again. Right. Not that not that it wasn't good, but it's just not that kind of movie. And so yeah. some things I'm just gonna come out of feeling, like, oh I enjoy this more. I can't wait to watch that again kind yeah. of thing, So Yeah, and and then of course that
0: that's kind of like if depending on your barometer of like like those are the things that kind of break tie ties. Yeah. Um I I looked at it more of uh like what did I enjoy at this moment, like necessarily, or for for the year? And yeah. I can totally understand that. Um, so uh, I've got at number four, I've got *Hunger Games: Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes*. Um, you were very like I don't think I even put this on my list of things. <laughs> like I knew it was coming out, but I wasn't as excited about. It, as you and Xavier were and Laurie was because you guys the had book read nerds the books. were yeah. a little more excited um, and so I had just I mean I read all of the other ones but I think I just had this bad taste in my mouth still from like the way that the books ended and then of course the way that the movies ended too because um, it was just a reminder like they were very faithful to the books and I was just like oh yeah I remember I hated that at the end <laughs> of the books <laughs> so um, but it was uh, incredible a lot of people look at prequels as a cash grab um, and this was actually really well done. I thought uh, I was very surprised by it. We are going to have all of our thoughts on uh, on that. We we just recorded it uh, pretty recently. We want to make sure that this one comes out first, um, so you'll get plenty of thoughts on uh, Hunger Games: Ballers. I'm sure Byers is going to. Um, it might make an appearance before we're uh, done. Yeah. yeah,
1: so <laughs> I'll let him go on to his number three. Uh, my number three was the Marvels. Um, it was fun to bring the small screen characters to the big screen, and that. So we we had lots of thoughts on Marvels we've already shared, but like I, it could really serve as a good resetting point for the MCU, mm-hmm. which, as mentioned, that Jonathan Majors does not aged well in Creed Three. Yes. Yep. Uh, same thing for MCU; he's out, so they already didn't feel like they knew what they were doing, and then we had right. that like they went one direction finally a little bit, and then we have to change that direction. But Marvels seemed to kind of be a good little reset, maybe mm-hmm. for teaming up, having having some more Avengers. Get together kind of stuff, um, and it was just enjoyable. We came out of that, and my kids like great statement was like, "That was the best Marvel movie since, since Shang Chi," which is high praise at my house because they really liked Shang Chi. So, Marvels Marvels came in at my three. Coming in at three
0: for me, I've got Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Um, it's it was just a little bit below the first one, and it, and it very much feels like a middle movie. Um, and sometimes middle movies have to be the bridge to the final movie this one very much feels like that we did a podcast on it so if you want to listen to all our thoughts on it you can go back to that but um there was just something just a little bit missing but i really enjoyed it um i feel like there's a big split between I, i mentioned four and five were really like difficult for me so there's a like i wrote this and my other two like boom 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 even though i was a little bit less like i was really hyped for this one and it met some of those expectations, but it didn't necessarily exceed some, and yeah. that's, that's not necessarily a fair barometer, but um, I think sometimes that's where you can kind of get your hopes up just a little bit too much, uh, and and they're just kind of, oh, that was good, but it wasn't great, you know? Yeah. I, I think, and the part of it was everyone like that was reviewing it at the time was like, this is the greatest movie yeah, ever! <laughs> you know, it was really hard. Simmer down. Yeah, I know, so... <laughs> Um, so it, it was difficult, especially because there's no sense of closure, you know?
1: Yeah, that bugs me. I don't know. I yeah. have trouble sometimes when there's no sense of closure. I, although I knew that there wasn't going to be on that one, so it was a little yeah. easier. But I don't know. It, did, it didn't quite... It just missed my top five. Okay. Um, mostly just... I went into the first one... With no expectations. Zero expectations. Expected. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> so like grandpa at my church took his grandson to see it. And, like, before I saw it, I was like, oh, it was really good. You need to go check that out. I bet Jeremiah would love it. And I'm like, okay. okay. I can't believe you liked this animated <laughs> Spider Man thing. And then we watched it and was like, oh, that is really good. So I think my expectation was really high for this one. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of met. Like, you know, like, yeah, okay. I mean, it was probably almost as good as the first one, but right. like the expectation was just so different that right. I left with a slightly disappointed feeling, Yeah, just based on, not based on the movie necessarily, but like my own view, so yeah. it was a little unfair, but that's how it goes. It's um, so my number two, uh, Guardian of the Galaxies three. I loved this movie, mostly because the MCU has just fallen apart so bad that it was yeah. nice to actually go to the movie and have fun with yes. like characters that I know and I love. <laughs> there was tons of good little metaphor stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wrapped up this, like the guardians kind of trilogy really yep. well. Yeah. Um, I liked how they did, I, I liked the ending of this movie. I need a good ending to the movie. Not, yeah. and not necessarily like doesn't need to fairy be tale, the like wrapped yeah. with a bow kind of stuff, but like yeah. just a good solid, I understand this, mm-hmm. you know, I, my wife makes fun because I like when everybody dies at the end of stuff. Um, <laughs> speaking of hunger games endings, yeah, that should have been different. Um, no offense, PETA should die, okay? PETA should die instead of Finnick, and then the move, this whole story's better. Yeah. But um, I really like this. It was just the fun you expect from going to an MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's popcorn. It's not... This isn't winning an Academy Awards and breaking it, but, like, yeah. I just had fun. You got to see Dan- Drax dance by the end of this movie, so right. I, I still listen to The Dog Days Are Over occasionally at Florence in the Machine just because of this movie, where I'm like, yeah, it's good stuff, <laughs> so... Um,
0: for number two for me I had Oppenheimer Um, just kind of what you talked about I don't think that I'll revisit this movie a a whole lot Um, it's already out and I haven't bought it Um, so that just kind of tells you what you need to know Um, but uh, at the same time it's it is a very good movie Um, I was surprised that Nolan made a biopic that was so engaging uh, I shouldn't be, but, like, we were, we were we were talking... You were talking about, like, how... what What's going to be his little niche thing yeah. that's going to make the it signature. interesting. Yeah, his, <laughs> his signature, like, all over it. And he kind of... Like, he, he did, like, a little bit of things that... But it didn't detract from it. And yeah. so I think a lot of the people that, like, don't like Nolan could probably just go watch it and be like, oh, I understood that. That was straightforward. Yeah. Like, he, he did a little bit of back-and-forth things, but it was... One hundred percent, what you normally see, like in a biopic, you know. Oh, this this informs you of this and how they were, uh, how they, they came about on that big discovery or situation or big impact on their life, kind of thing. So, um, it I I really enjoyed like Killian Murphy's just like oh, man. if he doesn't win the Oscar, I think that that's going to be the first time I'm upset uh, at yeah. the Oscars for a while because most of the time I'm just like I don't care. Uh, like I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested in the Oscars, but I'm not invested in the Oscars. Yeah, um, but because like, usually
1: all the people that are supposed to win stuff, right. the stuff I didn't like anyway. Exactly. Like, no, this. And yeah. So
0: like, I'll watch movies for certain performances and stuff like that. Um, like one of the movies that I didn't get to was Maestro, um, Bradley Cooper's Netflix movie that uh, is coming about about Leonard Bernstein. I'm definitely gonna watch that afterwards and look. go, Oh, okay. Like probably not going to be like oh i like this movie but i'm going to look at it towards like oh yeah maybe he, he's gonna yeah. win the oscar for best actor because everybody's talking about that he might so like i can do that but at the same time i'm just like i don't have to do that for this particular exercise you know i was thinking i might do it but i was like you know what, i don't care because it's probably <laughs> not going to make my list of movies you know yeah so um, so oppenheimer's kind of that but, like you said, it's kind of feels like a down year a little bit, so it it felt like it rose a little bit in my ranks just by proxy of, like, okay, it's a Nolan movie, I really liked it, had some really good performances in it, and nothing really knocked it out of the top spots for me. So Yeah.
1: There, there's there's some rumor, I think it's mostly fan-wishing stuff, though, that, like, Doctor Doom's going to be introduced in MCU, and, yeah. and there's some people, like, Cillian Murphy be, as yeah. Doctor Doom, and I'm like... He would be awesome. That would yeah. be awesome. I just don't think that he would like I, doing I don't it. think he would do yeah. it. Yeah. That yeah. is wishful like, thinking. We got Christian Bale to do Batman for right. three movies, and he pretty much hated <laughs> it by the end, I'm pretty sure. I don't think Cillian Murphy's ever doing this, but it would be really crazy to have. Let's have like some Cillian Murphy, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch standoff in some MCU movies. Right. Like that, that We're not ready for that level. Yeah, take that, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean,. I think you might have a better shot at Cillian Murphy than like ever getting like Leonardo DiCaprio to play in an MCU movie. True. I don't know though. Yeah. I don't, yeah. But I don't, it would be cool, but I don't see it happening. So yeah. he's great in Oppenheimer though. He yeah. absolutely is. Um, so my number one. This, this probably, you're like obvious. Like I already mentioned, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, it was the thing I was most looking forward to last year. If you go back and listen, yeah. that was like my most, I can't wait for this to come out. I read the book, book came out during COVID. Um, like 2020 the book comes out and so we had nothing else to do um anyway so there was a lot of downtime that year anyhow so like we bought this as soon as it came out my wife plays through it in like a week I did the same thing my daughter like we loved this book it was really good it didn't feel like the cash grab like you said like even the book like it comes so long after like it felt more like I just want to tell this story um and and I still want more like if it were just cash grabbing I think there would already be a sequel to the book out too right um which hey, feel free to cash grab if you're gonna continue to give me this level of stuff because I really enjoyed it. But um, and the movie met all my expectations. There was a nice gap. I haven't read it since 2020, so like I'd read the book, <laughs> but it wasn't like the details were not fresh on my mind. So I'm I'm sure there's some hardcore book people that are like, no, there's all these things wrong or whatever, but I didn't notice any of them. So I had high expectations. They were met. So I come out of the theater feeling really good about this one. So. Um, there's some other things that, like, when I rewatch again, will probably change some feelings. Like, oh, that wasn't quieter. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't watched Cross Spider Verse again. I really need right. to. My son begs us to all the time because only he and I watched it, and mm. so his. His, his mom and sister have not and he's always like you guys want to watch it now? you guys want to watch it now? and they're like not right
0: now <laughs> what's funny is like we turn on Netflix and it's on Netflix yeah. and like the instant that we turned it on Everett's like let's watch Across the Spider-Verse again and so we start watching it and Lori comes in and she's like why are you guys watching this without me? because we forgot that we went and without her because she was like you guys can go see that in the theater so now we just keep waiting for her and
1: it's very much the yeah. same thing hey are we gonna no oh, not no right tonight. now we got to yeah. <laughs> December's rough. There's, it like, there's is. like a it million really Christmas is. movies. They're yes. like, alright, I really want to watch these. Yep. I'm not gonna let anybody in the house watch these in another week. Those Correct. are off. Like right. no, you're not watching Home Alone in February. It's not <laughs> happening. Um so. We have standards here. We have standards. We yeah. have rules. Yeah. Live in
0: a society. <laughs> um my number one is Guardians three. You probably saw this one coming because I hadn't put it on there and you were like Why does Troy not have Guardians? I didn't. I just thought I was hating on it. I thought I loved it. it. And
1: I'm like, oh man.
0: So I love Guardians. Guardians is like, we talked about this during our pod. Like, it was like this surprise of all surprises. Like, it wasn't a movie that I was so invested in as a comic book fan. uh, I went back and read back issues of everything as soon as it came out, like, turned on a Marvel subscription in order to do that because I know I'd go broke if I just tried to, like, collect all of the, <laughs> oh, the, the trade paperbacks. Um, but it's just, it's so fun. You mentioned it, like, it's such a fun movie. Even though it does come up with, this is probably the more serious of all three of the movies, yeah. um, especially with Rocket's backstory. I love Rocket, so the fact that he got, like, his shining moment um, during a lot of this um, just really just seals the deal. Um, so it's it's so much fun it gets you back to what the mcu was all about yeah and i hope that they kind of learn their lesson from that and kind of continue going forward with it it's so hard to to really pull that and just make that the focus of everything um because there are different stories that that you want to tell but they really need to look back at this and see like okay guardians was successful because this is what we tried you can balance serious and fun and action and all of these other things and and do a good job with it it doesn't necessarily just need to be this one serious thing and it's so funny because dc was always the serious one and they're trending more silly and marvel's trending more serious like it's just kind of interesting how that goes all right um i've got a couple of our our little quirky (laughs) quirky things that i love to throw in here um, did you have any disappointments um that uh, uh for this year I mean we talked about so um do you have yours handy uh, your your list of 2022 so my movies for uh 2023 looking forward back to our like top 5 list were ant-man and wasp quantum mania guardians 3 spider-man across the spider-verse mission impossible dead reckoning part 1 oppenheimer and dune part 2 so um, I think those will probably be pretty close to yours, except for uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes.
1: Let's see. I was looking for... Oh, I did pretty good. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes was my number one. Oppenheimer yeah. was on my list, for sure. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, Guardians 3. And then Dune Part 2, which we is, you're going to hear again. <laughs> so, so
0: disappointments of the year for me. Like, I, I tried not to... like. No movie really like crashed and burned for me. I was... But... Enough to put it in here. I think the probably the closest one would be Mission Impossible.
1: Did you I, ever get I around to seeing I didn't it? I get around it. Because yep. you were... Yeah yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But it wasn't... And like, it's not anywhere. I can't stream it anywhere yeah. still. It's not a crash so. and burn.
1: It's just a... Uh, well, yeah. oh, that's unfortunate. I think there was mostly those. Yes. I, I, I don't think I
0: had any crash and burns necessarily. It like, it's, eh. it's very similar to our discussion of across the Spider Verse, and we knew going in that it's a part. It's literally got part one in it. Yes, but um, I don't know. There was parts of it that I really liked, um, but um, for the most part, it just kind of was like, okay, maybe if you put those two things together, like it'll be it'll be good. Whenever we get the second part of it. Uh, but my biggest disappointment was the writer strike and the actor strike um, delaying Dune Part 2. Yeah. Uh, it, that just not coming out there. And that's not just, it's just a disappointment in, hey, uh, we happens. didn't get to see yeah. this movie. You yes. know, I was looking so forward to seeing it. And now I'm further and further away from like when I actually read the book. <laughs> now that I, I'm just like, I have to pick up a 700 page tome and like reread it again before March because I need to go, now what was that again? You know? <laughs> So, disappointment in not seeing it, and disappointment in, I have to read this again, potentially. Yeah. So, but I probably won't, because I've got plenty to read on my list that uh, I'm just like, nah, even though it was a good read. Um, so, uh, that that was
1: my, my disappointment. Any, any disappointments for you? Um, Fast X killed me, mm-hmm. because... I remember you said that. It leaves you hanging, and like, I didn't know this until the <laughs> very end, where I'm like, man, how are we going to resolve all this? And... Nope. Then it just stopped. Like, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was, I was at home. I wasn't in the theater or anything. So it wasn't like that big, but it was just, it was just abrupt. Like things when they say part one or spider verse right. that we know this mm-hmm. is the second of a three part thing. Like we know there's another one coming. Fast X leaves you completely hanging and the next one's not spelled already. Like when it came out, it was already scheduled for 2025 oh and my that goodness. was before all the strike. Like who knows? Like it might even be pushed yeah. further at this, but I don't know. Um, That's what happens when you get every actor on the face of the planet, and you can't schedule like, right? them, <laughs> them coming in, and right? Because Dwayne Johnson's supposed to come back. Like they had some big announcement that that him and Vin Diesel have mended their fences, so we yeah. can have uh, Luke Hobbs back in back in the Fast movies and stuff. Um, I mean, look, I don't go into the Fast and Furious movies <laughs> looking for cinematic masterpieces. This is like the definition of guilty pleasure to like watch a Fast and Furious movie. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. They're gonna do stuff that is. A thousand percent impossible. Um, that just makes no sense either. But it was, oh, that was cool to look at. That was a crazy idea. Yeah. Um, so the ridiculous continued, but man, they, they, the only way to up the ante at this point was like, I'm gonna leave you hanging for two years waiting for how right. we're gonna resolve this. So that was messed up. Yeah. Um, worst movie. <sighs> I really did not like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Mm, and my I did son watch was that one. super it has there they, they, I'll spoil this okay it's a tiny it has nothing to do with the plot it's complete fan service to you and I okay not even to our kids I mean my kid got it because mm. he's my kid <laughs> but there, there's this one point where they, they're like in a junkyard so they hop in this car and the radio accidentally starts playing and it plays Vanilla Ice's Go Ninja Go yes. from Secret of the Ooze <laughs> that's the best moment of the whole movie for me <laughs> otherwise I'm like this is weird and like I'm just tired of like... Hey, let's have a new version of this. Let's have a new... Like... They've rebooted that thing five times now? Right. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one's animated. So, like... Mm -hmm. It's a little different than rebooting. But, like... We had, like... Live action stuff that's still recent enough. That, like... Are we doing another one of those? And then we have this vision. I just... I get tired of like... Oh, let's have this new version of this. Yeah. And so... My kid loves Ninja Turtles. Which I'm super happy about. Because I love Ninja Turtles. But... Yeah, that one was just, Alright. Mine was Shazam, Fury of the Gods. That was in contention for uh, Disappointing
0: too. This was the most boring CGI fest with nobody interested in, like, Zachary Levi was the only person that was interested in making this movie. Everybody else was like, nah, but I'll show up. And, um, like, yeah. as soon as you saw Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu as, like, the two bad guys, I was just like that doesn't sound right. And then I was like, yep, it doesn't sound right. Like, it was so bad. And was, I really liked the first one. Um, yeah. Like, it's a surprise, you know, in a surprising way, right? It yes. wasn't like, oh, I'm going to put Shazam up against, like, a lot of good movies. But, no. like, I was like,
1: we're back to that expectation and, versus right, reality. Exactly.
0: Thing. Yes. And, and I mean, we're, I'm a big Chuck fanboy. I think that you are starting to like uh, yeah. do that as well. But like, he could not save this movie. It no. was so bad. Um, so that one was really easy. Runner up was Little Mermaid uh, live action remake. I like to <laughs> I like to bag on these. Aquafina was enough to save this one for me. That's the she only reason so why I said that it that wasn't. Was okay. Like Javier Bardem was like so not interested in making this movie, but they must have given him so much money to show up That's that something. like. I was just like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I'm
1: so tired of the... We have so many in the pipeline coming to... And I'm like, really? Really? And and the only reason that we watched it is because the boys were like,
0: oh, let's watch this family movie night. And I was like, okay. And I was like, just, they did it again. Yeah. Like, they they turned a... A very good movie into a mediocre movie because it's just
1: especially we've because, seen this before right it, literally it, the, so and like
0: the the actress that did um that was ariel was good and she had a good voice but it sounded exactly like ariel and i'm like God. why are we not watching the animated version you <laughs> <No>. know
1: <laughs> Sc- <laughs> scuttles uh aquafina scuttles my only right. saving
0: grace it's very much, it suffers the same thing that The Lion King did. It was a beef yeah. for, except for they added two new songs, but, or, they added three new songs and two of them sucked. <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> Scuttlebutt's amazing. Yes. There you go. It's hilarious. My 11-year-old cackles at yes. the very mention of it still, so. so. Um, uh, what about
0: uh, Worst Movie Title? This is my favorite. If you I, don't have one. It's, I didn't have any. This okay. is your, this is your baby. I didn't Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
1: There's a sequel coming out, too. <laughs>
0: Yes. <laughs> so, if, if you're not up on, um, Winnie the Pooh has entered um, the public domain, and so now they don't actually oh. have to ask for permission to use these type of things, so they're just like, oh, we're going to use, like, beloved um, uh, stories and turn them into horror movies, so get ready for this. They're just going to keep churning these out year after year. What, something that I heard, oh, Superman. Enters the public domain here pretty soon, um, so they don't have to ask um, permission for uh, DC to do that. And like something else that has been like, wow, like that's very um, uh, well known. And it's just like, oh no, oh, they're no. going to ruin all of these things um, yeah. for 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 years to come. So get ready for that.
1: Um, what about better than you expected? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Pleasantly surprised. It was. I mean, look. It's, like, total fan service, okay? Yeah. But it is fan service to any era of Mario fan that has ever mm-hmm. existed. Like, if you played any Super Mario game and remember it fondly, yeah. there is a moment or two in this yes. movie for you. Like, Very true. all of them. From the old school, like, 8-bit, we're playing on our original Nintendos, through, like, Mario Kart into the new stuff. There's, It's just yeah. constant. Constant. And so, it was, it was, I went in, you know, okay... My son is dying to go see this movie. Of course, right. he loves playing Mario. We're a Nintendo family. That's yep. how we roll, and so we go. And it was way better than expected. Jack Black, yep, singing Peaches, this peaches is still great. Peaches, peaches. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a very pleasant surprise. Hey, that was actually good. I'm glad I went to see this. Yeah. So,
0: no, I felt the same way. I think that we mentioned this like in the middle of the year, whenever it came out, that it was like, we we acknowledged that Super Mario Brothers exists. It was good. however, we have nothing to talk about yeah. for like any amount of time other than hey, remember that from the, from, the, from the, the, the video game? Yeah, that was cool. It was the, yeah. the, the lowest form of, uh, uh, of commentary so we were just like let's yeah. just skip this and this is a perfect time to ring it up. Um, I, I feel the same way.' it's, it, it's slightly better than expected um, but um, I, I'm gonna go with air. The, um, I didn't watch it. That has been on the watch list. And yeah. It. So speaking of biopics that you're just like, oh, this is just going to be paint by numbers. Like, no, I'm excited for that one. It, it was very much, it was, if Tetris didn't exist, I think it would have popped into my uh, top five just because I was so pleasantly surprised with how they turned the normal formula like on its head and made it like very similar to what Laurie was, uh, I was talking about with Laurie on Tetris. Is she was just like, "You're seriously gonna make me watch a movie <laughs> about Michael Jordan's sneakers?" Like, and I was starring like, starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck." Yeah, come on. She's like, "I don't care if it stars Ben Damon." <laughs> and then, like, we 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 started it really late at night, and so we had to stop. And then, in like the next night, she was like, "I really want to see how that Air movie ends. Let's like <laughs> keep, let's keep watching that." I was like, "Really? You were paying attention that much?" And she was like, "Oh yeah." So it was nice. just a, a testament to like. Somebody that that absolutely does not care about the yeah. subject matter was just interested, and that's how like well well made the movie was. So
1: that was one of those that my wife was willing to watch, and so yeah. it's like, I gotta, I gotta wait for her to watch this, and then it just it just hasn't. And like school hit, and and my wife's a teacher, so forget staying up long enough to watch a movie, <laughs> um, even if at night. And so happen. it's like, yeah. all right, I'm not gonna watch this without her. So mm. we just have it. Yeah, I forgot about her though. I just that's how long it's been.
0: Uh, so, the other one was Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. And I okay. want to say, I want to caveat this. <laughs> it is better than I expected, and I expected it to be awful. We were just, like, interested to see if Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the worst movie. And? And it is better okay. than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And we're good, because I survived that
1: one just fine. Yeah, and we no.
0: rewatched it because the boys had never seen it. They were like, you keep talking about this movie that is so terrible. And then we finished it, and they were like... Okay, I can understand why. But then Xavier was like, "It's not that bad. It's not as bad as you make it out to be." But it's, it's not bad. Spider-Man three, right? But it's bad. But um, so uh, so it, it's good. It, it kind of ends really strangely, is what I'll say. Um, okay. And so, but but for the most part, like it's. Uh, I hope they put it to bed. Is is probably can we please? Yes, yes, is what I would say. Or like let somebody like Chris Pratt do it you know well I
1: you know I think I think part of the problem with Crystal Skull is we're hoping to hand this off to Shadow and then he's terrible and he's also terrible Um, I can't wait for you to watch it because the way that they handle it is
0: hilarious that's awesome
1: <laughs> My kids are so funny. We watched Indiana Jones. It was several years ago. We tried. They're probably a little too young, yeah, and like yeah. it was a little freaky, so they just weren't interested. So they have not been interested. Especially Temple of Doom, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even think. I, I think we made it like halfway through Raiders, and they were just like. Yeah, kind of yeah I always out. forget Raiders um, <laughs> and melting people. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's a little intense <laughs> sometimes. Um, and like literally this morning, before I came to record this, like. My mother in law was asking if we'd watch Dial of okay. Destiny. And I'm like, no, we didn't make to that. Like, we're just having a time because it came out on Disney Disc Plus in December. Yep. But once again, it's December. We right. just watch Christmas movies every spare moment we have. So I haven't yeah. made to that. And the kids are like, oh, yeah, we'd watch that. Yeah, we should watch those again. I'm like, I've tried to get you to watch Indiana Jones for like five <laughs> years now. And you're always like, no, the first one was kind of freaking weird. I ain't like it. We don't want right. to. And like, so now standing for your grandma, sure, i right. say this. So. But, but they are that age they as are. well. Yeah, They've got so. Yeah
0: um any any anything else that you
1: wanted to uh mention good bad indifferent no I think I think we hit most of Haunted Mansion wasn't bad um lots of cool ride nods to the ride that were yeah. enjoyable as, as a Disneyland lover like those were cool but you know me and my wife wouldn't watch it without the kids because they don't do scary at yeah. all and not that it's like scary like I enjoyed it and I don't like horror movies but it was good we didn't take them they had enough that like, they would not have enjoyed this but yeah
0: um, wasn't bad the only thing that I would say is skip leave the world behind um, it's a new Netflix movie with Marshala Ali oh yeah Ethan Hawke Julia Roberts can skip that you can skip that okay yeah. good to know like just like it would make it into disappointments if I knew about it before it was released on Netflix and had anything to like any was, build up right it any build ups like, whatsoever and, <laughs> yeah and I was like oh that sounds interesting oh that wasn't interesting okay you know? good so, to know yeah
1: saves me saves me a couple hours yeah. <laughs> um alright let's move on to TV 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 is just more and more interesting as we go because all these streaming services come out with just some crazy stuff. Yes, there's so much to weed through. So I'm sure there is like a hundred things that somebody watched and loved Correct. this year that are probably really good that I'm just not making it to. There's just so, too much. Yeah.
0: So between the two of us, like I have Apple, um, and then you have Hulu, Paramount, um, Prime. I have. I have, way too I much have stuff. Prime. Uh, we got Netflix. You got Netflix. So like we have all of the services. Yeah. Available to us. But what that means is I have all of the services have, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, HBO Max. And Max, yeah, yeah we have. So yeah. so but but that also means that every time you start to look for something, you know how you doom scroll Netflix or whatever, yeah. it's like now you have six things to be yes. like, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of choices that I have.
1: So yeah. Yeah. it's 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 very overwhelming. There's way too much out there. But there was some good stuff out there and yeah. thankfully I have you. So I have a few more things that made my list. <laughs> Uh, but my number five was The Last of Us, um, which I came way late to the party. Like, I remember when it was coming out, and you notice it because, well, Mando's in this thing. So right. I'm like, hey, hey, I know, Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Um, but just didn't get to it, and then had some time. This, Like I said, this fall was, was weird. My kids have gotten older, so, like, I have lunch at home because I have to go let the dog out because my wife can't do it. So I have to be home at lunch, so I'm like, cool, I can watch a show. I can watch an episode of something while I sit here. Although I did not eat while I watched episodes I was of The say, Last of Us.
0: yeah, that difficult. I would be difficult. eat and then
1: turn on the show. I couldn't do it at the same time. It's so a caveat. If you have it, like, it's very post-apocalyptic. It, it's Thankfully, it was a little far enough out there with what is going on yeah. with this deadly virus that it doesn't feel real. Like right. It, okay, this is fantastical enough. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't hit too close to was reality. Was it like Station 11? Right? Yeah, Station very, 11 yeah. was way too close to it. was really good from last year. Um, so yeah, I came to the Last of Us party way late, but it was really good. Um, it's not really about the zombies or infected stuff that, mm-hmm. that you think it's going to be early on, especially like it really becomes about the relationship and stuff. And so sure. it was it was enjoyable. Uh, number five for me uh, was Ahsoka. Um, I think this
0: is a an expectations versus execution thing. I was probably looking forward to this most of all. Um, to a lot of the things that uh, that I had on my twenty twenty two list. Um, and and we haven't actually given it its its treatment yet. No. Um, one of these days, Calvin's uh, schedule will open up, and when we're, Calvin we're, has
1: time for us, we'll get you in a solo episode.
0: Hope and, he's listening. Yeah. And so um, so I, I I liked a lot of this. Don't this is not similar to my movies. TV was really hard this year. Like yes. all of the stuff that I liked um, about this, it was really hard to um, uh, to kind of get into degrees of it i think the the five spot for me was like all right i'm gonna put a here because there were so many things that i really enjoyed about it uh but there were some things that i'm kind of like that's interesting okay <laughs> all right um so uh, i i really enjoyed that the highs were high um but the lows were um a little low so, yeah yeah We haven't even talked about it to each other. No. Yeah. No. I'll have a little more. I'm trying not to to step on our our, our discussion later. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, My number four is thanks to you. Okay. Uh, Jury duty. Yes. Um, (laughs) Look, the ending gets a little too sappy. Like, it goes a little... But, man, this show was funny. It was just hilarious. Like, throughout. It's just... it's, it's reality TV at it's finest right. because the star of the show does not know it's reality TV that everything yeah. around him is fake and it's this whole trial and, and all it's great yeah. there's so much It's I just laughed so much <laughs> watching this thing it was fantastic um, so yeah this is all due to Troy because he's like you should watch Jury Duty. I knew it was right in your wheelhouse. Oh man, that's it, um,
0: it was the hardest omission. I'll I'll give a spoiler for the rest of my top five. It was a testament to how strong TV was this year. Um, that but I knew that you would I didn't know that you were gonna put it on your top five, but I knew that you would enjoy it, it because was so it funny. is I think we have a a good, healthy relationship with reality TV and this is like the perfect like I don't actually like reality TV. No. Um, and so, like, this was like a good commentary on that, um, and then also just stinking hilarious. There's some like inappropriate stuff at oh, times yeah. on it, but like for the most part, it's on Freebie. So like, if you have an Amazon Prime, you can just like even watch it through that. You don't yeah. even have to download Freebie. Um, and so it's uh, it's funny. If you're a James Marsden fan, you have, at to, all, watch you have, have to watch Marshall it. You have to watch it. Yes. Is.
1: <laughs> I'm not particularly James. I mean, I don't dislike James Marsden, right. but that's not like, he's not like, oh, James Marston's I gotta watch this. No, but yeah. he's, fantastic. and he's just James Marsden. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. It's good
0: stuff. Yes. Uh, number one, number four for me, I'm a big Ryan Johnson fan. I was looking forward to poker face and it did not disappoint. It's my number six. It oh, just oh so you did watch it. I did. Okay. It was enjoyable. Um, the episodic nature of it, like, kind of pulls you out of it a little bit um, in certain instances. Like, I kind of liked it, though. But, but it also, it's yeah. it's kind of like this, it is hearkening back to, like, a Matlock or a Columbo. Columbo, especially, oh, it's a, yeah. yeah. like, they talk about Columbo a lot in it. Um, it's stinking funny, and then it also gives you, like, the the murder mystery of the week and, like, kind of plays with time a little bit, like, very... Yeah um and so um i uh i talk about brick all the time from ryan johnson and it's got like all the best uh parts of brick but then like it, and brick is a funny movie even though it's not supposed to be um and it's very much the same way so it's, it's basically just an extension of that universe and then natasha leone is just hilarious like so funny in this um you got some guest stars, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's oh, in it. Oh, yes. Like, and and, he's amazing. Yeah, so it's just a really, really cool show. Um, I think the only disappointment is is that it was only like what eight episodes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And the end,
1: I, we left it so we could maybe do more. Yeah. But I don't know. The end kind of left me a little. Yeah. Like settled, but I don't know. It was. It was definitely a. It was kind a, of the journey. Eh? To, yeah, the journey the to get there. End, yeah.
0: So, yeah. yeah. So I think if they would have landed it a little bit uh, better like it might have jumped and i don't up even know how more. to do it
1: right how they've landed better but yeah yeah so um so that's number four for me yeah if it had landed better i think that clearly makes my top five it was very good yeah we did not talk about that show at all until yeah. right now <laughs> I'm, I'm pr- i thought i thought poker phrase was going to throw you off when i mentioned that i watched it <laughs> had no idea uh, my number three is ahsoka although i agree with everything you said. Um, some of those highs were probably a little higher for me. I'm a little more invested in the, the cartoon aspect of Star Wars. Um Troy's made it through everything yeah, now. Just just once though. But I've made it through like it four, four, four times. times. Yeah. I'm I'm I have a little edge in the Star Wars nerdhood yes. over here. Um and so so many things that got brought to, to live action for the first time in this show were just mm-hmm. like every single episode. I was just so excited. And even things um, just sitting in the background. Yeah, you're just like Oh, I know that. Yes, that stuff was so cool that that it did some of the the story falls flat in some ways, and some of the portrayals are a little uneven. We'll get to all that whenever we get to get the full treatment. But yeah, I I had super high expectations, so I was hoping this would be number one on my right. list going into the year, going into watching it, and so I know it's still number three. So you're like, we must. I did still really like it. Yeah. But, it's, you could be disappointed. Yeah, in something but I was still, that I was I still was a little disappointed. So Island. it's sits yeah. at number three for me.
0: Okay, uh, number three, The Last of Us. Um, I played the the first video game. Surprisingly, I still haven't played the second one. I don't know how or why or like one of these days I'm gonna rectify that. But um, so I knew the subject matter, but it had been a little while after, and Lori got really sucked into this one. She was like. We're going to watch a video game show? <laughs> okay. And I, I keep basing that barometer because Lori makes fun of me on, on a lot of the stuff that's not necessarily like mainstream. Yeah. Like, and so um, just the fact that she... like And it was appointment viewing. We watched it every Sunday night when it was released in January. And so, like we were just like, is there a new Last of Us? All right, let's do this, you know. And and because some some of the things were kind of getting spoiled in our uh, in our Facebook feed and stuff like that. And so it, it's just like you mentioned, it's all about the relationships. It's a good yeah. post apocalyptic um, like setting, like it, that's not new, but the way that they go about it um, feels more fresh uh, than yeah. a lot of things. Like some of those like stories, uh, and and I had another one like. Silo was a um, an Apple series that I really want to put on there. Rebecca Ferguson, like that one, like it's post-apocalyptic, but it's it, it puts a little different spin on it, but just not enough, you know? Like, so it's like, which one did I want to choose? I liked the performances more and everything um, in Last of Us uh, yeah. compared to that one. So it was kind of, I have two things that are very similar in nature and <laughs> I don't want to put both of those on here. Um, or I could if, Silo... I just wanted Silo to just be a little bit better. Rebecca Ferguson is amazing in it, but everybody else is just kind of,
1: like, not quite up to up to snuff, so... Yeah. Last of Us, I, you clearly see when you're... I didn't play the video game. You clearly see how... Oh, yeah. Oh, is, yeah. But it also doesn't feel like that is not... hmm Like, I don't imagine that this exact story is quite... I mean... It's all... It's, like, surprisingly, like... I would play it right now, and you'd be like,
0: "Oh, wow, oh, that's, that's ex- really dead that's on. really okay. dead." I mean, like certain like there's scenes- so much narrative exactly. to their relationship and stuff. That, right. Like- but you would you would go into like a room and you would kind of get out of it, and then they would play a scene. And so you it's like you do get that. You so you do get it's it is a more narrative driven uh, uh, video game than a lot of other okay. video games. It's that makes sense. like so. Um, uh, have you ever you've you've heard of uh, Uncharted? Yeah. right with the tom holland and yeah, marky I mark um, i still call him marky mark all these years later um they those like so naughty dog is the developer that makes these games and they're very cinematic and so it's just like do a thing and then watch, watch a movie do a thing and watch a movie and it's like some games like do that really poorly and it's like i feel like i'm watching a movie instead of playing a video game but when they do it really well you're like I'm playing a movie like this nice. is really cool. So it's it's just
1: cool. that different experience. So awesome. Um, my number two, uh, Mando season three. I, I love getting more Mandalorian. I'm the huge Star Wars nerd. So another solid addition to the story. Love seeing more Mando stuff. Warning: If you're just jumping in, you have to go watch some Book of Boba Fett to understand the gap between season two and season three. Because um, Boba Fett might as half of that might as well really be Mando season three. Um, because he's not even in a whole episode. Um, but that was... That, I almost forgot. This is like, so far back in the year. Like, it was much earlier in the year. Because um, we had to make room for Ahsoka, which was slightly disappointing. But Mando lived up nice and solid. Nothing, you know. Just added to it. So, that was my number two. Uh,
0: my number two is The Bear Season 2. So, The Bear is a, like, restaurant show uh, on Hulu. And... I can't even remember when I watched season one. It must have been in uh, 2021 or maybe I watched it in 2022, but it came out in 2021. So I guess whenever I was looking back at my notes, I'm like, why is the bear on here? Oh, I just watched it later. Um, I didn't even have it um, on my looking forward to, um, but I really liked the first season, um, but I wasn't like, di- like it, it was so stressful. It just stressed me out. Like, Imagine working in a kitchen and like all of, and that's exactly what they did with you in season one. Like all of the stresses of doing that. Um, So like, and of course all of the language that comes along with it. (laughs) And so like Lori would watch along with me and I wouldn't say that she necessarily liked it. She was like, are you going to watch the second season of that like super stressful show? Like that just stressed me out. And then she sat there and watched the rest of the second season with me. And they kind of take this, like, a lot more chill approach to it. It's like they get a little bit more into the characters. There is one episode that, like, if you feel like we're we're, we're in the middle of the holiday season. If you feel like your family is, like, a stressful, like, (laughs) crazy mess, all I would say is find the bear season two and watch the fishes, the seven fishes episode. And you'll feel so much better about your family afterwards <laughs> that it'll just be like free therapy. You'll just be like, oh, that's, no a, that's, a, that's how bad it can be. Um, and they throw in like every um, guest star you could possibly think of and just random ones too. Um, so um, I would highly advise, like, of course, starting from the beginning, getting what it is. It's a very, it's a show that pays off in great ways. Like, you know how sometimes you watch a show and you're like, oh, I wonder what that means. Is there some internal hidden meaning to that? And then, like, it just leaves you, like, as some red herring that, like, somebody thought, like, ooh, this (laughs) sounds cool, but then they don't deliver on it. This show, like, gets you right, like, so Lost is, like, a good example of that. But this does something that makes you feel something. Like, it is something that, like... Is relational in the right way rather than a like science fiction things that makes you unlock some MacGuffin. You know? So it's like something that somebody said like in episode one pays off in episode eight in such a cool way that you're just like bawling your eyes out and you're (laughs) just like, Why? Why did they get me so good? So um that one just stuck with me so much. Like I couldn't like I kept thinking about it throughout the year, and I was like, okay. That's, like, the telltale sign for me. If I keep thinking about it, like, it just sticks with you. It's good. Like, I'm going to put it up there a little bit higher. Mando Season 3 Yeah. Um, just barely missed the cut for me. I, I had to... I, it's not like I have to pick one Star Wars thing over the other, but I felt like Ahsoka was just a little bit of a cut above. Um, and I had so many other things that, to put in there that I was just like, ah, I'm just missing out here. I don't want to just, like... Uh, but but the bears the the surprise that came out of nowhere that kind of pushed
1: it out of it um so yeah, nice um I don't being speaking of surprises I had no idea this show was coming just we happened on it I think probably my in-laws or somebody like some old person probably told us about to a second so help me todd is this crazy show it's this uh son who's like a private eye he's the guy from all the pitch perfect movies I forget his name He's the, like the main dude. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But he he was like a private investigator who gets in trouble. His mom's this big shot lawyer who gets him out of trouble. She goes he eventually has to go work for her cuz he can't get a job anywhere else. And so it's like got this whole family dynamic but they're solving cases the whole time. But uh, Todd and Chuck could could be homies, okay? Yeah. Like it's got that <laughs> kind of like the, he Todd could be the third member of the Seth Co. and Chuck Barkowski brotherhood. Okay. Nice. Like he's just fun that way. He's goofy and this was like just became is there a new episode is there a new chuck is there a new chuck <laughs> like the second season comes out this next year um and, and they they've better been t- oh yeah season two of so help me Todd coming out and we're like win win and i finally saw a commercial that says after the super bowl and i'm like you oh. guys suck i have to wait <laughs> like two more months almost still um but i will i loved so help me Todd. it was just funny he was hilarious I can't remember his name. Skylar Aston. Thank you. And he's the more reserved of the two on Pitch Perfect, because there's
0: the yes. guy that's the like outlandish, oh, yeah, um, no, workaholics not guy that I yeah. cannot think of his name right now, but he's no. the more subdued guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Number one, you knew that it was coming. Ted Lasso, season <laughs> three. This is actually the year that it did come out, so Troy's not cheating like he did last year. Um, and then told on himself as we released it and didn't want to re-record the episode because he's a moron Um, while the season 3 is not the best season it goes out on a high note it's the it's the we we talk about this all the time like shows going out before they die you know like the walking dead finally died this year and it's like (laughs) how 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 is it still on it's the joke of because they're Grey, walking right <laughs> Grey's Anatomy that's still on I don't even know if it's still on or not I know <laughs> The Simpsons is still on so those types of shows that you don't even realize that they're still on because you're, you've left them so long ago yeah. um, mm-hmm. it left you wanting more but it also like that's the telltale sign is like okay they were a show set in Britain and they kind of handled it like a British show like you know what we're going to just go in ahead and go out on a high note, yeah. and they really did. Um, there was some weird stuff where, like, if you go on the journey with us uh, in the future sometime, Byers, you might... I, I'm, I'm interested to see how you... what you think of how they handled some of the uh, particular storylines. Um, but I felt like they, like, in the middle of season two and at the beginning of season three, it was just like, what are they doing with this? How are they going to end this? And they end it so well. Um, it's, it's a little bittersweet, um, but... The, the feels are all there, the uplifting. Um, uh, just, it's such a good, funny show. Um, irreverent a lot of the time, um, but it's just, it's a. Uh, there was a couple of storylines that I, um, particularly with uh, uh, Roy and Jamie and Keely, for those that did watch, that I was just like, oh, that's a bummer. But everybody else I thought, like, kind of got the. A, a good a uh, good treatment of their, their particular character. So that one was always gonna be number one for me. Just enjoyed that show too much. Uh, and they they didn't let us down. So Nice. So. Uh, what about disappointments um for TV? Did you have anything?
1: Um not really. Uh oh yes I did. I did. Yeah, Secret you did. Invasion. Yes a huge there it disappointment. Is. <laughs> Sorry. Secret invasion was pretty big disappointments. Um yeah. Willow was a little disappointing. Mm like cause it was it could have been really good fan service like cause that's what it was really tempting right. like hey we got this niche of all these people that really love this movie but Val Kilmer didn't make any appearances like you can't do Willow and not have Mad Martigan they talk about him they refer to him like his kids are in this and stuff and so like there was some yeah. fine stuff but like it was missing that element the whole time it was like this big glaring thing so those, those two were both Willow was much better than Secret Invasion yeah. that's not saying the bar was really high with willow that's just how low the bar was for secret invasion yeah. that we've talked about you just told me the that willow wasn't worth it
0: so i never revisited it you know um, yeah so uh, it might have been on here as well
1: um did you have a worse show secret inv- oh that's uh, literally <laughs> what i wrote down that's what was, i wanted you to say it. it was just it was so bad it was just oh man like most of the time, like we're watching like the Marvel shows or whatever, and it's like, all right, cool. We'll watch. Even some of the things that like necessarily aren't like my favorite, right? Uh, like my wife and daughter, just, they didn't even do season Loki two at all. My right. son, my son stepped in because I was watching the last little bit again, and he was like, oh, okay. But like that one, it was like, oh, there's more of that. Like we started, <laughs> like they didn't really want to start Loki because there's like we're just they just didn't like the first season all that much. It wasn't right. a thing. I get it. Right. So they just avoided it. But like this one, we started, and then it was like, oh, there's more. Should we finish like <laughs> I it bothers me not to finish though so like right. I want to know and even I was just like, yeah, I guess we'll finish yeah like just so we can get the last one out of the way. maybe this actually gets yeah. you just kept waiting for something and yes it never it never comes. felt like a clockwork orange where they're like prying open <laughs> your eyes to like make you watch it
0: yeah oh goodness yeah that was that was pretty much it. I, I watched most of the TV that I wanted to this year. Um, I think the only thing that I missed was Wheel of Time Season 2 um, we knew so we tried to so we watched The Witcher 3 but we didn't go back and do what we normally do because we just didn't have enough time it was kind of like what you're talking about it's like you get to December and you're like alright we've, we've got too much stuff going on yeah. like we, can, we were so lost in Witcher 3 because we did not go back and watch <laughs> what was going on that we were just like who's that? What are they doing? Why are they doing it? That we were like, we need to wait until next year so we can kind of start Wheel of Time from the beginning again and watch the the first season if we're going to to do that. Um, I started Justified City Primeval uh, because I love Justified. And uh, we're getting too many, like, bring back the people. Like, Frazier came back this year, and I heard that that people didn't really like that. One of these days I'll finish it because I like justified but I was just like nah th- I'm, I know that this is not going to make any of my stuff just from the first yeah. episode of it and it's like four episodes or something like that um, but for, for the most part I, I hit what I wanted to on my watch list um, Barry season four kind of ended weird um, I Barry started out interesting and then it just really kind of goes off the, the rails um, Have you? did you ever watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I didn't So their season five came out this year, and it's by far the worst season of all of the shows. But Lori got me into it because she was just like, hey, I watch all your stuff all of the time. Like, I think that you'll like this. And because it's uh, written by the people from the uh, Gilmore Girls, uh, just wanted to throw that out as a recommendation. It's a little bit racier than some of the um, Gilmore Girls stuff. Especially after the first episode, you'll be like, "What did Troy get me it's, into?" It's what Gilmore Girls would be yeah. if it only be, viewed on right.
1: streaming services and didn't have to follow exactly. rules. Yeah,
0: um, but it is like it's got a lot of the best parts of the Gilmore Girls, like family drama, like craziness, and all of that good stuff. Um, I think that they just kind of, just like it does in Gilmore Girls, it just kind of runs its course, and they're like, "Okay, we need to stop this," and they finally <laughs> do um, in season five. Um, so only murders in the building has shown up in the, in the past uh, season 3 was a little bit uh, it's like okay l- let it die let it die, let it die. Okay. Lupin season 3 was kind of the same thing um, for me still good but it's like okay you're, you're good just, just you don't need to make any more of this uh, and then you already mentioned Loki, Loki season two, we, we did an episode, uh, episode on that. Yeah. Um, so, um, but that one has had a little bit more like, um, it resolves itself. Um, well, apparently it needed to since we're, right. we we can not do some of that anyway now. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so those were some of the, I mentioned Silo, that was probably the only one and you mentioned jury duty. So, um. I tried out primo um shay serrano um from the ringer or formerly from the ringer he's got a bunch of things in the works with uh tv shows him and um do you remember um oh my gosh um the whole reason that we started this um um mallory and um is it jason yeah um, they did like the Harry Potter and the MCU and all that stuff. Yes. They, he co wrote with Shay Serrano on, oh. on this Primo show. It was actually rec- uh, um, filmed here in Albuquerque. So oh. a lot of the stuff, I'm like, oh, I know that. Like, that's cool. Uh, but it was like set in San Antonio. It's like a boy and his single mom and like all of his uncles. Like, there's some funny stuff, but like at the same time, like it's just bad acting in, in a couple <laughs> spots. Um, but uh, like that one was kind of the most like out there thing
1: that I like tried out this year. Okay, time yeah. out. It's said in San Antonio that film it here. Yes, what do you do at the mountain? Do they just they avoid just the peak completely? The mountain. Yes, okay. I was waiting for it,
0: I was like looking in the background. I'm like, like this,
1: this is the thing
0: that like, but like you see, you like said, all of the arroyos, like just like that's that's Albuquerque. Yeah, they like, yeah. can <laughs> <laughs> we know our own hood, right? Yeah. So, um all right, looking forward to um, 2024. Uh, what do you got for, let's let's do uh,
1: TV this time. Some TV shows. Um, so Help Me Todd season two. Okay. Excited for that one. Um, Masters of the Air is a Band of Brothers Ooh. thing, but it's, it's uh, oh, European, yeah. okay. it's pilots in yep. the, the European stage of stuff. Um, so I love Band of Brothers and, and the Pacific. Yeah. Um, both really good. Um, I'm kind of excited for The Penguin. Which is a spinoff from the Batman movie because Colin Farrell played Penguin, and mm-hmm. it was really—I could barely tell it was Colin Farrell for right. most of that movie. Um, and so I'm—I'm I'm interested to see what goes with that one. Um, Fallout is this adaptation of this poked video game series again. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. I
1: like The Last of Us, maybe yeah, I'll like, like this one. So that, yeah. and then, uh, and then Agatha—they um, keep changing the name it's, I think at this point it's Darkhold Diaries. It's had multiple mm-hmm. colon. On it, uh, you know how much we love those. Yeah, that's supposed to come out in the fall. Agatha from from WandaVision. Yep. Um. So, uh, Echo, who's like from Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked Hawkeye, but I'm like, right. I don't know. Like, if they so, figured out a way to
0: like dovetail that with bringing Daredevil back, I'd be more interested. We're supposed to bring it? Daredevil back. Yeah. I think. yeah, yeah. The I,
1: the right, but I want to see what they're gonna do because like yeah. Netflix Daredevil mm-hmm. does not thematically fit as well I know that we've, we've right. slipped him in mm-hmm. to some stuff he's in Spider-Man and yeah. and he's in She-Hulk and stuff but like yeah. we're gonna have to tone down <laughs> <laughs> and if we toned it down I would've really enjoyed Daredevil like it was just it was too much yeah. on, on some of the brutal side of things mm-hmm. um, it was too out there they made it a little too edgy a lot too edgy and it was it was the lesser of of that whole series of the whole Defenders thing like that was the tame one yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: because Jessica Jones was out there and so was uh, Punisher yeah those were were out there so yeah Um, I had a hard time with TV Um, True Detective Night Country um, with Jodie Foster Um, I've really liked a lot of the True Detective series Um, it's an anthology series so it just changes from uh, year to year and so, I, I watched the first one and the third one because I heard the second one wasn't very good. Uh, one of these days, I'll probably go back and just see, like, hey, are those people just wrong? Um, and so, and then I've got Shogun. I'm a sucker for, like, Japanese stuff. Like, this is an old school, like, British guy washes up on the shore. Like, yeah. there was literally, like, like a TV movie version of Shogun, like, a long time ago. Uh, but they're going to update it, so, in an FX series. So, just kind of, like, oh, that looks interesting. Like I'm not like super like dying to see it. House of the Dragon season two. Um, uh, we were Game of Thrones fans, and we were like very similar to Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes. I'm like, is this just a cash grab, or <laughs> are we going to actually like uh, have some interesting stuff? Um, so it was uh, it was interesting enough that I'm um, I'm looking forward to see how they
1: continue that story. Uh, what about movies? Oh, actually, there's one more TV that yeah. already started, so it's weird. Cause right. It's like TV producers don't know that we're going to do year-end shows. Right? Um, <laughs> Stop messing up our not stuff. My schedule. Uh, Percy Jackson. Yes. That, yes. My my daughter adores Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. She liked enough that she finally convinced my son that he should read these, and by he should read these means I read them to him, because um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't want to read, but I love to sit here and listen. Like he right. wants, He yeah. likes the story, but he doesn't like to sit and read himself yeah. all that much. So, I have read all of Percy Jackson, and so, really good. I, we liked the movies okay until mm-hmm. we read the books, and then it's like, right. oh, there's huge differences here. Yeah. Um, and this, we're only, two episodes have come out. The third episode literally came out today. My daughter's dying because we won't let her watch it because we're hanging out at her grandparents' house, and they haven't <laughs> watched any of it. They have no interest. Right. And so, but the first episodes were like, like those are chapters. Like, good. chapter titles on the episodes good. and stuff. And so, it's really good. The rest of it will come out as... as January unfolds.
0: so I've desperately tried to get Xavier and Everett into these like books because I like, they're, they're such good easy listen. reads yeah. like like um, I literally remember
1: like trying to uh, you're gonna help me you're I'll gonna hope help it. me I'll help you help me because you're me. dad so if you say it it's, yeah, exactly. it's lame and if yes. Byer says it right. it has a shot it, I'm, I'm still sure. dad adjacent so I'm, yeah. it's not like I'm his friends, but <laughs> and we have all of them they're on our Kindle just sitting there waiting for them waiting to read. there's a new one Oh, there is? Are, okay. uh, like a new Percy Jackson. Like, okay. R- Rordan's written tons of stuff, but there's a mm-hmm. whole, I think it's going to be the first book trilogy that oh, me and Jeremiah are okay. in the middle of. Post the last book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, continuing sort. Cool. Him and Beth and Grover hanging okay. out, trying to go to college. Awesome. It's good. It has shorter chapters. So for the guy that has to read it out loud, I love <laughs> this one. So. Um, movies. What do movies. you have? Movies. Um, we're getting a Ghostbusters sequel with Paul Rudd. Mm. I liked the first one. Yeah. Like it was one of those like yeah. sure. Yep. And then I liked it a lot more, so I'm interested. Um and Patton Oswald is supposed to join. And mm. I feel like Patton Oswald was born to be in Ghostbusters. I don't know right. why. I never thought like I don't yeah. sit around thinking about this, <laughs> but like read that and went, Patton Oswald. Ghostbusters. Sense. Yeah. That it's like Kristen McCaffrey in the 49ers. That makes sense. <laughs> um The Electric State. Um, this movie is a teenage girl traveling the western U.S. with this robot looking for her brother, hmm. but it's, it's Russo Brothers. Okay. It has Chris Pratt, Stanley Tucci, and, uh, Kihu Kwan, a.k.a. Data. Yeah. I'm like, he, we have a Data resurgence. Yes, and we goodies. do. And, and I'm, I'm, and I'm on board. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely here <laughs> for it. Um, Civil War looks really interesting and maybe way too yeah. on the nose. Alex like, yeah, Alex Yeah. Like this, like all these things saying like this would be like the most controversial movie of the year because yeah. mm-hmm. people are gonna. And I'm like. Yep. I'm interested, it seems. yeah. Um, inside Out 2, because yep. I love the first one, and we're going to be in the mind of a teenage girl now, right. and that's a scary, <laughs> unknown, crazy place that I deal with on a daily basis, so I'm interested to see what it looks like from the inside. Yep. Um, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, yep. hopefully comes out this year. We don't have a release date on that one. This was hard. Some of these yeah, things yeah, keep so, moving around. Yeah, especially Marvel Star Wars stuff that yeah. we normally put in here was really difficult. Yeah, because yeah. they've been all kinds of messed up, so... Assuming it comes out, that'll be very high on the list. Because I, I think I will greatly appreciate the middle movie more yeah. once I have some more resolution yep. on that one. Uh, Dune Part 2. Dune Can Part the two. List again. <laughs> Can't wait. March. Yep. Um, but again, I'll be going by myself. My yep. son wavers every once in a while. He'll be like, you'd buy me popcorn. So sitting in a chair eating popcorn for two and a half hours is appealing to him. But even then he's like, no, nah, never mind. What do I do after the first hour? Can I go get a refill? You can, actually. You can <laughs> refill your popcorn yourself at our theater. Oh, that's, that's right. The greatest. Yeah. yeah. I told you. It's like an like icon. Stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, it's a look at the formation of British secret ops during World War II and Ooh. like some of the stuff they did that was just, these aren't the rules. When we're breaking the rules. We're, yeah. we're not following all these rules that we've had before. So I just read about that one the other day and was like, huh, I'm always in for the good history. Yeah. Like World War II, especially, it's an interesting time period. So. Um, I had Dune Part Two
0: as well. Uh, that was the first one. I, uh, Furiosa. Um, I, I was a big Mad Max Fury yeah. Road guy, so I, I'm interested to see how they do that. Um, Captain America: Brave New World. That is, I read it's probably... pushed. Oh, it is pushed. Okay, it was on my list. And okay, and I think we pushed that as right. 2025. Thunderbolts is gonna fall into that as probably as yeah. well. Um, I read both those are um, pushed out of here. And then I had Spider-Man: Beyond the Spider-Verse. Uh, the Fall Guy um, I'm a big Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling fan that was that and, like was it man. seems like it could be good but it also seems like there's a very low floor there's some high variance yeah <laughs> this have, is
1: either in our top five or right. it's making the show next year Right. one way or the other it's either going to be hey this was really good or man yeah. this was awful I think yeah. so
0: I need to go back to something um, because I worst movie like had a very had a contender um, in Ghosted did you you? it was on Apple Plus oh, or it was on Apple and so you probably didn't want but uh, Anadarmus and um, uh, Chris Evans
1: oh yeah I remember seeing previous yeah it yeah. was
0: everywhere yeah. and it was like completely derivative, it was like a bad Red Notice. You know how when we watched Red Notice and we were like, I was surprised that this was good. Hey. It was like the worst parts of what you thought Red <laughs> Notice was going to be. And you were just like, oh, this is how that could turn out. So that was very close. That's how I think that Fall Guy like has that like capability. But then you just trust that Ryan Gosling is just going to come in and save the day because, yeah. he and Emily Blunt, because they're right. hardly in bad movies, you know. So... Um, I think I mentioned that I had Inside Out too as well. So um but I had forgotten about um uh what was the first one you or, or what what was the Ghostbusters? One? No the, the um Civil uh, War? Civil War. Yeah. Big Alex Garland fans, Annihilation kind of made me lose my like faith <laughs> in him. But Deuce Ex Machina and some others, like I'm just like it's one of those like take a ride with me and see if you like this because i'm gonna go crazy places and sometimes it's like okay that's cool okay that was too much don't don't do that you know yeah so it's uh very much he's uh he's he's got very interesting like he's never going to be kind of a, a paint by numbers like story guy so interested to see how that one turns out so all right. Well, that's all we have for our year in review, our top five list of 2023. Let us know what you think, uh, some of the movies, TV shows, sports moments that you had um, on our Facebook page at The Faleo Podcast, or share us uh, a comment on our Instagram, at Faleo Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, or you can send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Great job, Iris. Good brownies. Good brownies.